0: Hello and welcome to Superwoo Radio. I have a fabulous episode here today with uh, a fabulous lady, Femka. Uh, Femka, welcome to Superwoo Radio.
1: Thank you very much, George, for the invitation to be here. Hmm.
0: Well, well, Femka, you, um, you know, we, we journeyed together in TGM, and mm-hmm. uh, and then we journeyed together. Um, for the closure facilitators and the reality management course. And uh, each time we had an exchange, it was really profound. And also you uh, let me, you shared with me um, some of your experiences that you had, um, which i gotta, I got to be honest with you. It's like, it was a big wow for me because I was hearing somebody else sharing similar experiences to the ones that I had and um even though you had your own experiences the theme or some of the structure structures of life and universal structures that you experienced were very similar to uh, my experience as well so i thought it was just absolutely fabulous and um i'm really excited to talk to you about this and a whole lot more so um can, can you start out, Femka, by just sharing a little bit about you and uh, a little bit about your background um, so people get to know you a bit more before we go diving <laughs> deep into the adventure ed- of life?
2: <laughs> Maybe that's the most difficult question, George. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. What can I say? I'm. Oh that really don't feel important at this moment to talk about my my personal life to all right i'm a homeopath from profession i'm a mother of two children Um, i live in the countryside of the netherlands Uh, i'm working with groups and that is really uh, very very fulfilling for me to do so, my practice as a homeopath is is very small at the moment, and I'm uh, really trying uh, or trying i'm i'm I really love to work with groups, groups of people, and that's a different kind of work, and that's growing this time. Mm. So that's in a nutshell all right
0: It's lovely yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, it's nice for people to get to know where you're coming from. And, mm. um, yeah. So um, yeah,
2: maybe okay. If, I, if where I'm coming from, maybe where I'm coming from, um, then it's it's more to the point to say that um, I'm having all kinds of experience my whole life already, which are sort of extraordinary compared to to other people's experiences, mm-hmm. and it's in the last about five or eight years that I start to get uh, insight and knowledge about these experiences. And I, I, I gain more wisdom about what is happening and what, how to interpret all these different kinds of experiences. And for example, um, I had experience which were very much in false light matrix. Uh, so very much um, uh, guided by that, by that uh, structure. But I also had a lot of experiences which were very natural, very organic, very much in harmony with the earth. So those were very contrasting experiences, and I never had the understanding about about the structure of all that. And now the last years, it's becoming more, I'm getting clarity, I get insights about uh, the bigger picture and the structures that we are living in.
0: And yeah, that's where I'm coming from. Fantastic. Um, A little bit of feedback there. Apologize for that. And Mm -hmm. um, the experience that you would like to begin with, um, because, you know, there's also, um, I will say, a very big experience that you've had, a very big one. When, uh, because in TGM, Transcending the God Matrix, uh, in that course, know, we we do deep dive into the story of the gods. And, uh, and so you've had a very large experience or a very substantial experience in relation to that.
3: Yeah,
0: And, uh, um, you know, to give that deep insight into what it's like to be a god. And, um, the interesting thing about transcending the God Matrix is it's a it's a space it's an area in the universe. Understanding the hologram of the gods and how this space in the universe is created and run by these gods, and uh, and that it is interesting. Interestingly, it is an area that, as we journey through the universe, we we all have a go at entering into that space and playing in that domain. Yes. Um, yes. you know, from, from a universal standpoint. Um, and, you know, we understand that the gods themselves like to make, uh, make it look like that their domain is all that exists and there's nothing outside of their reality. Um, they're very good at doing that. They really, they're habitually, they just can't help themselves because of the nature of what it means to be a god. Um, Mm -hmm. what's also really interesting is there is a plethora of people, like lots of people who remember adventuring into those domains um, and experiencing what it's like to be a God in one form Mm -hmm. or another. And both you and I have these memories. And as we know, you know, there's many other people that have these memories as well, but I was really interested in the way you remembered. Um, because it's, it's, it was really, it's really substantial and the inner workings and the machinations of your met remembrance is really, really important. So, um, I really want to talk about that today at some stage, but yeah. I'm just going to hand it over to you now and let you begin wherever it is you're comfortable to begin with.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: It's good to begin with that one. Okay. Yeah. Let's go big.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go dive deep and big. Yes. Yeah, and I I feel I'm a little bit nervous, so I need a little bit of time. But I I trust that I will come in the flow and don't think about the camera anymore and all the things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as you said, this this memory came back during the during the TGM course. I was. um it actually, it happened spontaneous, so I didn't sit down and decided to to remember something. I was reading uh, the theory um, and I planned to to do an exercise the next day. So in that moment, um, in the back of my mind, I started to
1: to to scan to what kind of incident I wanted to do closure with and well, then the energy started to flow, and I really I really felt
2: oh whoa, something very big is, is gonna happen now and so I better take time for it and um, so I put the uh, I put the papers uh, aside and I went to the living and just make myself comfortable on the sofa and now this was really immediately
1: very, very deep and what happened um Maybe I can best describe it. I fell into this space, into my being where I fully uh, experienced myself as the, the most evil experience, the most evil expression that I have ever been in this universe i I felt myself being this huge, huge energy if if I really go in it now, since then it
2: really makes me sick. my stomach goes like <laughs>
3: yeah
2: huge energy, and I was completely uh, I was completely obsessed with with the power and the the sucking in of the energy of all life fields, wherever, in all dimensions, in all spaces, in all fields of reality, I was squeezing out, squeezing out life and sucking it in into my own body. But by body, it, it was really more like a, um, emotional and physical remembrance than not so much Visuals, but I, if I gave it a visual, my my uh, consciousness was my my body. So it's wherever um, wherever my consciousness was was my body. That was some something that was the same, and so it was not a, 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 it was not um, a structured form. You know, the, the form of my uh, it was everywhere and it was very 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 big.
1: Um I remember being completely obsessed and completely addicted to
2: to bring in that life force to bring in the energy of all those fields of reality and that builds up in my body and it, it builds up a charge bigger and bigger and bigger and then It reaches some some point, and then I got this sort of implosion. I remember the first time I shared it, I said it was like a sort of orgasmic feeling, but very, very perverted way, but really this building up of energy and then this explosion and that made me bigger again and wanting
1: more and being more addicted and Mm -hmm. growing and I
0: call it the sickness of more.
1: Of more? Oh, the the sickness sickness of, more.
0: of more.
2: Yes. Ever wanting more, more, more. Never enough. Never enough. It was, it was like, yeah, it was just never enough, like an empty space inside. And you have to put in more and more and more. And then you get this this sort of kick, this sort of high. And then th- that's the addiction to get that. And but it's in a very sadistic way, very, really. yeah, it was very sadistic and very, really horror, really horror. Um, I remember i had I had tentacles, like my energy were like tentacles going in all directions, and the the the, the core body was this huge field, and then all my tentacles go in all directions, really trying to to plug in every life where I could could go in, you know. I was finding every little space, every little weak spot.
1: Mm -hmm. And and then I started to grow in there. And um, so I I was bringing this sort of poisonous energy in these life fields, in these beings,
2: individual beings, whole fields of reality. and I'm bringing that in that poison, and then that was uh, it could work out in different ways. but one way i I could really feel how it worked out if if there was a if there was a weak spot in a being mm-hmm. to um, I could manipulate it that way that the, that this being wanted to to serve me somehow, um, then I infected that being with the same addiction as i had so this th- those beings they're having the same addiction as this god entity meaning uh, they they get really hooked on this power and this wanting more and this feeling that you are uh that you're having power over others and um, really the sadistic feeling of making that bigger it's never enough making that bigger always more and going over all boundaries it's really insane you know to to go deeper Mm -hmm. and deeper and never enough destroying everything to to gain more power to gain more of that
1: energy that that gives you that that feeling of being the most important, the biggest, the most powerful. And it actually, it goes beyond
2: that feeling. There's not even a, a kind of... I don't think we really have a reference to describe in words
1: what it does to the consciousness to, to never stop destroying, to so- never stop going in... The other fields, and and never
2: there's like like infinitely you you want to go infinite in in this uh, in this power.
0: Yeah. You wanted to ask a question. So, just to bring a bit more clarity to to yeah. you know the, the folks who are listening and watching,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. because in my work, you know, we are very uh, natural in our approach. We understand that there is a, we're in a universe of contrasting expressions, that we are also made up of this universal energy and uh, in our existence in this universe. And so there's what we call light and shadow. And so we mm-hmm. all have our light side, we all have our dark side. And there's those of us who actually know how to embrace and manage because we're in the process of bringing things back into an integrated unity. So we're moving yes. beyond the dialectic of that yes you know that 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 light and dark that oh. version of it uh yes. and um so what you're referring to is actually that experience you had is it an aspect of your being or are you experiencing another being
2: no it, it was an aspect of my being right in in, in the sense that um y-
0: yes in yes of my, so yeah. so yes. what what i'm conveying here to the people who are watching and listening who don't quite comprehend that someone like Mm -hmm. you who's so sweet and beautiful is talking about something that's so evil and dark is because Mm -hmm. we have the knowledge that we are these vast multidimensional beings Mm
3: -hmm. and
0: that at at stages in our journey through this universe, we have played these different roles. We have experienced these different expressions of our being and and people who um, reach a certain level of spiritual maturity are able to embrace all of our, all of their light and all of their shadow. That is where people like you and people like me are at. And that's why I really embrace this conversation because it's as raw and it's real and it's natural and we're not pretending mm-hmm. to be holier than thou. And, you know, because if I can pull an old biblical quote out, he or she who has not sinned cast the first stone. And mm-hmm. basically that is uh, a message to say before you go judging others, make sure that you embrace all of your light and all of your shadow. Absolutely. Um, yes. Absolutely, and so I'm I'm uh, wanting to convey how much I'm uh, in awe of what you're sharing, and how much I am supporting what you are sharing, and how much mm. I can relate to what you are sharing. Mm. And I know that my friends, my community, my online community, my personal friends, my personal community, my own. You know, friends, and and uh, that I have, and and colleagues that I have in my life, this is what we know of ourselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So this is not uh, something that is weird or unusual for us. It is something that we um, embrace, and it's something that we um, are in the process of integrating um, back to a, a balanced unity within our being. So I just wanted to share that before we go further, because um, there may be some folks who are listening that don't quite get how someone like you could be talking about something so dark and evil. You
2: know <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's both. As you know, in the end of this experience, I experienced the other side as well. There you go. <laughs> Maybe you remember. Yeah. So we'll we'll come there but and and, as you said, don't don't judge uh before you integrate your own dark uh, and light side. um the more I integrate, the less judgment there is anyway.
0: I noticed that yeah. in me, the more I integrate my light and shadow, the less judgmental I become,
2: yeah, that's a logic thing that's normal, I think it's yeah. All
0: right shall i continue yeah just one moment before you do yeah. the other thing that i find really fascinating about this is uh is that what you're ex- expressing what you're sharing with us is mm-hmm. everybody can see the same dynamics playing out in our world yes that's what's really important about this
1: mm-hmm. very so, clearly
2: it's,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: very. if there's one time that you can see it in front of you, it's this time I it's guess. now, yeah, yes, absolutely, yeah <laughs> yeah Ah. so okay, so in this in this feeling, um what i
1: uh also a very very interesting thing what I realized that um uh
2: you, you have explained a lot of time that this word um, God or whatever name you use for this entity, that it's a vibrational pattern and it goes directly towards that entity. So you, you have you saw that when you were outside uh, the multiverse. Oh, yes. And then you saw all these streams of this energy going. But I, uh, fa- I I have experienced exactly that, but then from being that entity. And I, I remember that um, whenever somebody, uh, wherever, whatever dimension or space, um, used my name or descriptive, whatever given name, you know, or whatever given descript, uh, descriptive, uh, when they used it with an
1: emotional charge, then I really was there. So if if beings use my name quote, uh, and it is not completely
2: neutral, it's not de- detached, but there is an emotional charge, then I am I am there really, and I I do have an entrance at that moment, mm-hmm. and. Um, So later I understood, oh, there there must is coming from that that God is everywhere, like God is omnipresent. And so in a sense, that is true. I mean, this entity is not everywhere. But at the moment that you use or think or feel um, and, and, and you make a connection with this entity, it really is there. And it has an entrance in you and it can work through you and in you.
0: And that was so that nice. was um, explored. That concept was explored in Lord of the Rings, Is when it? when that eye was on the tower, and and um, Frodo had the ring, and he had to be careful because if that eye was scanning, and if it saw oh,
3: that really? energy, yeah.
0: identified the energy, then boom, it was in and got into him. So yes. it, was, um, it was explored in Lord of the Rings that that concept mm-hmm. that you're talking about. Mm. For, if that's so, people who are watching and listening, who have seen Lord of the Rings, will remember the way that operated, and that's what you're similar to what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it's it's actually it's very beautiful also because this um, this is this has an e- equivalent in in the natural world because mm. if in the natural world the you know if if you have this connection to to the natural creator and to your own soul and to uh, to the soul of the earth and to the soul of the sun, as soon as there is this emotional charge as soon as there is this relationship, it is there as well.
0: That's so true.
2: So again, you see the copy of the false light matrix how how it is copied all the all those natural um, yeah, the, the, the natural order or the natural
1: structure, the
0: natural relationship, how it works. Yeah. Yeah, and that's oh, a really yeah. good point that you make because this is how it works. It, it's like when there's the um, the energy that emanates. So it's like it's a broadcast system. So when we have that thought and we have that intention and we have that emotional charge and it's a very substantial broadcast that gets the awareness of these energies and boom, that's when yeah. they want to come in. And yeah. so um, it's it's really important that when we realise what we're actually broadcasting at any given moment. Um, so that's why being, you know, that real aware, to be aware of our awareness and um, mm-hmm. how we're functioning, that's mm-hmm. so important. And I, I know that ever since I really became self-aware, um, to the degree that I have, I'm still obviously a work in progress, but, um, you know, there is a substantial leap into self-awareness that we can take. And then all of a sudden, the amount of interactions I was having with a lot of entities just went away because I wasn't inviting them in.
2: I recognize that hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Yesterday I had a talk with some people and, and they were, uh, sort of, um, uh, worried about all, all the attacks they, they experienced and I was really thinking oh I don't know but I don't feel any attacks <laughs> you know so yeah I, I think that's really the difference where where you are with your awareness where you feel yourself and and what you broadcast from your own energy from your own suffering being and really occupy your own space in a natural way and yeah, to me, at this moment, maybe I'm uh, teasing them too much at this <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe they're going to teach me a lesson after this. <laughs> no, but yeah. But it, it makes a difference. It really makes a huge difference how much you are integrated with yourself and how much you are aware of what and who you are, and uh, if there is any um, weak spot in you, any fear or any feeling that um, you you give your power away or dependent on something something else outside yourself, then immediately immediately those powers use it. You just go in because there's a possibility to go in, you know. And this uh, to come back to this to this experience of being this entity, uh, I would pick every possibility. And I would try to create possibilities to come in, in all means, in all different ways, how I could use my power to to make weak spots
1: in people, in beings, in realms, yeah. Um, Feeling
0: in what more I can share about how it really felt to to be that. Hmm. And you know the the insatiable <laughs> hunger. It's like a when I remember it, it's like a hunger that cannot be satiated. Like it's like you you consume. Let's say you um and, and it, I don't know. I think most people can relate to this. Let's say we equate it to use an analogy of food. And you, and you eat something and you love it so much and it just tastes so good and it feels so good going down and you eat more and more and more and then you eat to the point where you feel sick because you know, you've overeaten but why did that happen was because you couldn't stop because it was mm-hmm. yummy at the time and, mm-hmm. if, and if i can use that as an analogy there's a little bit of that that goes on but think of it on a universal scale and consumer yes. life and it's really long, yes. isn't it? Really yes. Wrong.
2: And it seems that this this um, being never gets sick of it. It's, it never it never reaches that point that it is enough. So it never it is never overloaded. Never enough. Your stomach, my stomach, say at a certain moment it's enough. Now you're really getting sick, and you're really throw out. But this being just never gets sick. Because it's completely hollow, there's always more and more and more getting in, and what comes in grows out in being more powerful, bigger, occupying more space, occupying more energy, and giving more hunger, giving giving more addiction really to 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 it's ever growing more. It's really like a cancer tumor in a way. No, it's, we can it's going see on the outside. it's going in into every cell, into every form of life while the inside is completely rotten. Yeah, but it's going on the outside and it's destroying all life around. Um, yeah,
0: and we can see it's in today's world how the people that have been um how can we put it, the people that have been uh, recruited to forward the agenda on the planet at the moment, you can see that they are also possessed by this type of energy because they're drunk on power and they're making decisions that are abuse. They're they're in abuse of power. They're abusing the population. Yes. They have the
2: same addiction
0: that they're responsible for. And they cannot see, they think what they're doing is the right thing. Mm-hmm. They are blinded mm-hmm. by this insatiable thirst for power and this insatiable thirst for, um, you know, this 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 rush that they get from doing this. And they don't understand that their actions are actually implementing so much suffering and evil upon the people. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> what yeah. What yeah. And- well, that reminds me about um, one moment in
2: this is memory, I had this. Um, see, I was lying on the sofa. I was going through this journey, and it was a very um, physical experience. So I felt all this energy rushing through my body, and my mind, my my daily mind, my daily consciousness was somewhere in the background, just lying, sitting there, and watching it all. So, and and suddenly, or, or on one point, this um, daily consciousness of Femke asked the question. Was there really not one moment, not one spot in your whole consciousness in your whole awareness when you were this being that that realized what it was doing it had that had a sort of you know what i mean that had that realized the the suffering and and the destruction that you were bringing so that that was a question that came out of my daily mind and And at that moment,
1: I remembered that being that entity, I had, there was one secret spot. It was like,
2: microscope is small spot. And it was the biggest secret I had. And it was somewhere far, 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 far away. It was hidden, far away hidden. And I never, ever gave it any attention. But if there was any being... Who, who tried to, uh, to point to point it out to me, who tried to, to point me to that tiny, tiny little spot, I experienced that as a huge, huge, huge attack on me because I realized as soon as that tiny little spot opens, I will find another part of my being and it's the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. I will not be able to be who I am. And I want to be this forever and ever and ever. I don't want to change. I don't want to be different. I want to stay like this forever. And I knew in that very tiny spot, I knew if this opens up, it's the beginning of the end. Something will start that destroys me from inside out. In in that moment, I experienced it as... I
0: would be destroyed from inside out. That's right. That's how it feels. That is gold. What you are sharing is one of the best insights ever. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, yeah. and this is this yeah. is the type of energy that we're facing in our world again today. That's why what you're sharing is so appropriate. Because mm-hmm. you know, the moment you bring this the, the awareness you Know to these, this structure or this organization or this energy, and the mm-hmm. people that represent this energy they take it straight away as an attack. And it's really, oh, yes, wow, it's
2: yes. Yeah. And I had only one reaction to that, and that was completely immediately de- destroy the being that tried to point it out to me. No mercy, no not one second of thought, just mm-hmm. yeah. But something must have happened because the next phase of my journey, um, I found myself in a completely different state. So this was the same journey going on. And after I had felt all this very negative, very strong, very poisoning energy, um, the next phase I find myself on the run through the universe. I was... Hiding, I was trying to make myself completely non-existent because I was eaten by shame, by guilt. I was so miserable. I couldn't have been more evil, but at that moment I I, I couldn't have been more miserable. I was completely broken. I was from my position, so I was not on this position of this entity anymore. And I was on the run in the universe, and uh, that was really the most heavy, most heavy part of the journey, and the most heavy uh, part of the whole experience of being an entity. Because at that moment, you're you're so broken, and and uh, the shame and the guilt and is re- it is really unbearable. And I remember that I was trying to hide everywhere and I was trying to, to find the exit and I realized there's no exit. So after some time, there's no exit to the universe. I, I couldn't exit the universe. I couldn't exit my own existence. And so the next phase that was that I wanted to die. I just wanted to be not in existence. And then I had to face the fact That it is impossible to not exist. You cannot die. (laughs) So I had to go on with this enormous load, this enormous, and I felt
1: I was still a huge being, and I wasn't, I was nowhere invisible.
2: so i was on the run always i never had rest and i i tried to hide in every corner in every dark space of the universe but there there was just no way i everywhere i went i felt these uh these eyes of life i felt the art the eyes of the true creator of the universe upon me and there was no way to escape and i was so scared cared so I, I cannot describe the fear and the the i just cannot describe how deep that feeling of fear and shame and guilt we're
3: not we're not
0: when that was happening to me what i was feeling was um the the prime creator of this universe a natural one and yes. uh, and that understanding that i'm inside of its creation so therefore it always has awareness of me but the other the other kicker me was that there was an aspect in my being of my being that was with the creator on that level of observation Mm. and the and the horror for me was having to face myself was even worse than facing the creator of the universe
2: yes yes okay I can translate that to that unbearable feeling of guilt and shame yes it was in that moment I um It was to be seen was the same as seeing myself. And that was just unbearable.
0: That was the worst for me.
2: The worst, yes. That
0: that is the worst for all of us. Like even if we equate it to this life and there's things that sometimes we've acted inappropriately in our lives and then people bring this to our attention. Well, you know. Are we angry at them or are we really terrified of ourselves and then having to face ourselves and and deal with that guilt and the shame and transcend that distortion and that behaviour within ourselves? Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And
0: then when you take that, you move that out now to a large universal scale and you can see that that energy when a being with that much power feels that and then that energy comes out, and the impact it has on the life that it has, you know, connections to is huge and it changes so much. And this is what's happening because there's, um, you know, the, the God that has sat upon the throne to be the God of gods through this last eon in the universe has stepped down so quite some time ago and it's having a huge impact, a huge ripple of. Um mm-hmm. and that's why there is a war in heaven because there's
2: that is why there is,
0: there there is a, a war in heaven oh. mm-hmm. because when you think about the concept how can there be a war in heaven heaven is meant to be a place of God's you know paradise and peace and harmony but how come there is a war in heaven raging
3: mm-hmm.
0: and the reason is because the God of God's have stepped down off the throne some time back and there's a war to see who's going to sit up on that throne next. And there's been attempts by certain beings and, you know, and, and so this is all having a huge impact on, yeah. on, you know, life that all of these gods have touched all the, all the different areas of life. And it's compared to the natural universe, it's really just almost a drop in the ocean. But mm-hmm. when we look at it relative to the size of a universal pseudo universal paradigm called the hologram of the gods, We, it is a big space. I mean, when you enter into that domain, you think you're inside all of creation because it's so big, um, mm-hmm. because usually beings that enter in that, into those domains come from a very diminished uh, conscious awareness that they've been systematically yeah. diminished over a long period of time because then that is their salvation is going into that space. Um, And that's the way the gods operate. So this is uh, very, very deeply insightful, what we're Mm -hmm. exploring here, Femke. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and exactly also what you said that it is the most difficult to face yourself that I, I realized that also that there is no, there is not any being outside of you that can make you a a bigger victim
1: so to speak that can victimize you more than you yourself by by being by being that evil that is the the biggest trauma you can bring to yourself eventually
0: greatest there is nothing greater than wow. you know becoming so diametr- diametrically opposed to your natural values you know, to 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 become this consumeristic, you know, entity that just devours life in every way possible. Like from, and I'm talking not just a sadistic or a, you know, harsh mm-hmm. approach. What about what about the 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 um really sophisticated approaches like using love against other beings, other entities, so you can actually infiltrate and consume yeah. in 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 a way that sedates the other the other um you know the, the victim of you being the perpetrator in whatever f- way shape or form that looks like um, to me that is the most horrendous is that most sophisticated because these dark entities these so-called gods they wear this porcelain glaze i call it this veneer of love and light but really what's behind it is something that wants to devour consume and um and and they, it's amazing the tactics that are used by these entities mm-hmm. yeah yes it is yeah yeah it's it's incredibly insightful and and so mm-hmm. you you had this journey where you first you experienced this incredible you know what we call darkness traditionally we call it darkness or evil and mm-hmm. humoristic, you were just this insatiable hunger to consume life and also to create all these systems of worship so that the energy, you know, goes towards you. Yeah. So um, so you, you, you entered into a phase of this realization that the natural creator of this universe had its eyes on you wherever you were. And also, you know, subconsciously you were also realizing that part of you, because you're in conflict with your own values, you know, that little Mm -hmm. speck of light Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. values and the virtues and your integrity. And Mm -hmm. that's why every time a being wanted to bring that little speck of light, that little flicker, that little flame that was almost out, that little, little teeny weeny bit of flame still burning that little ember of what we call soul, what we call heart and, and love was still there just but buried deep and you wanted to crush them so every time that was brought to your attention so what happened to you next when you had that realization that the universal being was observing you and all of a sudden now you've got to do something something you have to change something has to change yes yeah
2: something has to change but i was i was too i was too loaded with guilt. I was too heavy. I was too um, scared to face myself yeah. that for a very long time in, in my memory, what I remember, what I experienced was that I was roaming through the universe for a very, very long time and really trying mm. not to change, still trying not to change because I just didn't dare to face myself and to be seen. So that was that was really a long period of... of um, Trying, trying to hide, trying to be not in existence, and I, in what I remember in that journey, there was no, um, there was at that moment there was no realization that I had to change. There was only the feeling how to escape this situation, how to be not this, um, and how to escape those, this being seen, you know, this eyes on me. Um, So this took a very, very long time to my feeling. And uh, in my experience, this was a long time. And then sometimes there were beings that came to me and as I worded it in that journey, in that remembering, um, um, they told me that there was a sphere, there was a place that I could go. And they called it, uh, or I worded it like this, it was the sphere of rehabilitation. And I remember those beings, they were far away from me because I, they, yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, they they told me there's a place where you can go, and I just didn't dare to go there. I didn't know what it was, but the sphere of rehabilitation, no, I cannot go there. I'm too bad. I'm, I cannot go there. I cannot be seen. It's too bad. Um, But after a very long while, I realized there's no way to escape. So then, only after a very long time, I started to realize something must happen. I cannot stay forever. Or I stay forever, but you know, you give up. After a very long time, I just gave up. I understood I cannot die, I cannot escape, I cannot exit. So I gave up. And by that time... Uh, I, I felt my, um, my being was like, was shrinked. So in the beginning, I was still very, 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 very mm-hmm. big. And then by, by that time, I felt much smaller, <laughs> really. So I, I translated that my inflated ego, my inflated selfishness was shrinked by that time. <laughs> so and when, when I was much smaller, I had, I had the guts to, to go to that uh, sphere of re- rehabilitation. So I decided to go there, and, and I remember uh, that that this sphere on a very big distance, if you speak in distances in the universe, very big distance, the radiation already hits me. And it re- really was like a shock, like, oh! So I I pushed back, you know, I jumped back like, whoa, was this? And then I, I was really long time, like, <laughs> What was this hitting me? the radiation, and then it took me a long time, and I remember i was I was um roaming around that sphere and and really getting used to that radiation and very slowly coming closer to it because it was working on me immediately as soon, yeah, as soon as it hits me. and uh, what
1: it did, um. It started to melt me. So, this was the part
2: of the journey that the grief and the sadness uh, were coming up.
0: Yeah, because it's like a, that shrinking, going from such a big, powerful being to um, being, um, you know, shrinking in your presence, in your so called power, because that power is a delusion anyway that uh yeah. that form of power, and uh you know it's it's like a death process, isn't it? It's like you're experiencing a death mhm
1: mhm yeah
0: and and relinquishing that much power uh and that much energy that's um that was really tough it was really tough, and then you know you needed to have um i remember the process that more humility was coming into the I was, I was becoming more humble in in my stature in my conscious awareness as a result
1: mm-hmm. 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 yes for sure <laughs> yeah so yeah i i came to to this um
2: to the sphere and i i um, very slowly i let it work on me and I started to melt and I started to become more soft mm. and the most difficult, what I remember in my uh, feeling, what I found the most difficult was letting go of control. Mm. Because by softening and by letting the sadness and the grief, again, more I had to let go of more control again, more ways to manipulate, more ways to mm. to, to make reality as I wanted it to be. So that I remember that feeling as very, very difficult. Because then you need to have trust. and in this in this God entity, there's not there's not a single you know there's nothing. there's no trust at all. There's only a sort of strange sort of self-trust, but there's no trust at all in any other form of life or an any other being and in in melting down
1: and uh, giving over to to the softness that started to to come back yeah you let go of control and and, and you need
2: to have trust for that so I remember Mm -hmm. that that was very difficult for me also and then but then okay so then I came closer and then I recognized this sort of sphere I recognized this as existing um, out of beings so it was not really a space but um, it were beings and those beings were
1: absolute pure infinite divine unconditional love and wisdom that is what those beings were and those beings all together they
2: were the, this sphere of rehabilitation um mm-hmm. So I, I came to this fear and I started to melt down and I started to cry. And I, I at that moment I, I could feel to which being to go to, to, to let go, to release a particular part of my pain and of my sadness. So I was going from one being to another, not not like going to one to another, but really very slowly. <laughs> it took a lot of time and it, and all those tears, all those tears, and all the sadness
1: was coming out, and then um, and then after a long time, uh, <clears throat> I then I came to the realization that in this
2: place where I was now there was no way to escape. The knowing and the feeling and the experience of really being loved,
3: Mm -hmm. unconditional
2: and infinite love Mm -hmm. for my being in whatever way I expressed myself or I had expressed myself. And that and at that moment I realized that. That, that were the eyes that I had felt before that I couldn't mm. escape and only in that moment I realized it was the love it was the infinite unconditional love of life itself wow and in that moment I and th- this also happened when I, I I was lying on the couch crying 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 but on that moment of realization that there was no escape of feeling being loved then this really deep laughter came from out of my toes like rolling through my body and oh, such a big explosion of joy and happiness and laughter and that was so deep and that was so releasing and then i came into an even deeper space of sadness and even more deeper sadness came out and and then i then there was a being in this sphere which i didn't noticed before and I knew yes that is that is the last one where where I need to go now to this being that is really my homecoming and I knew that this being uh, was the one who loved me the deepest who knew me the deepest who where I really could let go all the last traces of fear and and control and whatever you know everything so that i felt yes i this is this is my homecoming so i i i merged with that being um and then for me in in having that memory and having that experience what happened then was really very big and 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 unsuspected uh yeah Mm -hmm. the unsuspected surprise because what happened at that moment this being that that this being that was infinite and unconditional love, I experienced and I recognized this being as me. Wow, that was but really, George, as me, as Femke. So there was this flavor because all those beings, you know, they they existed from pure wisdom, pure love, pure infinite, unconditional, very very profound love, but they they were not. They, they were like they were like one, but they were not the same. They had their individuality., yeah. and this being, I, I felt my own flavor, you know, my uh, what what I know as me.
0: Wow. <laughs> and you know, and that speaks volumes for the power of the fractal nature of this world and the fractal nature, excuse me, of our being that we are connected to all these aspects of our being yeah, and, and that we are the focal point of this unification, this most powerful mm-hmm. crucible that is the human vessel and, yes. and that all of our timelines and all of our aspects are connected due to the fractal nature, the structure of what it is to be a humane being. Yes.
3: And, and, and what really it, this,
0: why, why we, yeah. read I mean,
2: this one, point. you know, it was not like being that that the God entity was uh, I, I recognized that as being be in a certain stage of my journey through the universe. So I recognized that as a certain aspect of my soul, of my being, and the other journey, uh, you know of the the what followed after that, the, all the guilt and the shame and all the sadness, I all recognized that as as having uh, as an aspect of my soul that I had lived, that I had been through, but I did not recognize it as such as Femke, you know, as this, but then in this coming home, which I had experienced all those beings, like, yeah, there are no words to describe the depths of the love and the depths of the wisdom and the depths of the, of the light they are. And then, and I had seen, of course, they had their individual flavor, their individual like scents, like like scent, like like color, whatever you want you want to give it a name. But then I came to this one, and I recognized it as Femke. and that was really like, you know, for my daily mind on the sofa, it was like, no, no, How can this be? I, and it took me quite a long time to to um, to integrate that after this journey especially that piece, so to really come together, to really understand and to really integrate the, the,
1: the knowledge and the wisdom that we here are really that point where it's coming all together, the beginning and the end, and the, everything is coming
2: to a completion, I guess.
0: It is, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, the, the out breath and the in breath, the in breath and the out breath. It's like the the universe closes up, all these cycles, and then the big cycle being the eons. So you've got eras, we've got epochs, and then we've got eons. And you know, the, when an eon closes, all the epochs close, all the eras close, and there's this giant harmonic convergence going on. It's so epic in nature
3: yes
0: and and we see that you know during these other eras and epochs, how we you know we go out and and we fragment into all these different aspects, and then mm-hmm. it all has to come back into that unity again. Mm-hmm. So we start from unity, we fragment yeah. out, and then it comes back to the unity.
1: Yes, yes, yeah so
0: powerful wow what an incredible um experience that you've had in regards to that and you know taking that journey and remembering and the feeling it's um you know I, I can tell quite easily that the experience you had is the real thing simply because of your energy simply because of the way you just remember it's a remembering process it's not Like um, when someone gets uh, something infused or like imprinted into the mind or into the consciousness, it's not like, let's say, someone gets beamed by Bluebeam Project, you know, back in the day, and Mm -hmm. they make people believe that they were Jesus Christ or something like that, and they're experimenting Mm -hmm. with that sort of Mm -hmm. technology. Um, well, that brings about a particular type of persona structure, you know, in the psyche, the consciousness, and also brings about a particular type of energy when they're speaking, when they're emanating mm-hmm. energy that 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 is broadcast out when when we express. Okay,
3: mm-hmm. um,
0: but yeah. the way you're you're speaking and the things, the wisdom, the knowledge that you're sharing, it's it's um, it's coming from a real place within your being. And it's easy to, it's easy to feel it. It's easy to tell mm. um, people who have had genuine experiences, compared to people that have been downloaded by some sort of story by another mm. energy or technology or entity possessing them. It's a completely different energy.
2: Mm. Mm. Well, thank you for that acknowledgement. Of course, for myself, it feels very real. And I have no doubt at all. But I know that people who who are who are beamed in that way maybe also have no doubt and yeah. <laughs> maybe they also think it's it's very genuine uh, genuine what they experience. Yeah, I, I but they so the I thank layers. you
0: for the- I can feel the layers. So it's like um, people have been beamed or have been implanted with a story or an idea about themselves, which has happened to me in the past you know, when mm-hmm. I was an ambassador for the Galactic Federation of Light. And isn't that making a big push on the planet at the moment? That story is that, that those groups are coming right back right now in, in such a big, mm-hmm. big way. And mm-hmm. um, um, which, you know, I'm going to have to do a presentation soon in regards to that, of course, and warn Great. everybody about what's coming. Um, and uh, it's, uh, well, it is a stepping stone, though. I think, um, you know, society needs to go through that process um but it, you know what's really beautiful is people like you and i and many other people who are having these organic natural remembrance experiences rather than you know an et picked me up and took me somewhere and i had the experience you know it's like it's different um to to having an actual real real experience within our own being in that way um and you yeah, know, it's, it's 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 not like you're getting plugged into technology and you're having the experience, you know, it's, mm. it's natural. Mm. Um, it's your own being. And uh, that, that's a big difference. And there's a lot of people on the planet that when all of this, you know, utopian new world order with the Federation of Free Worlds <laughs> and all of this stuff starts to happen, then um, there's going to be a lot of people like you and I who are going to say, hang on a minute, you know, this looks very beautiful and very sweet. Uh, but yeah. don't really understand that it's it's empire it's an imperial imposition yes. um just with all the candy and all the sweets and all the honey that they want to you know yes. lure into
2: once you've remembered it, it once you have remembered it's so easy to to recognize you know it's and it? then it's almost hard to to understand that people don't see it
0: <laughs> it really is yeah. it really is yeah. and it's like um It's, you know, to use an analogy from the Matrix, it's taking the real red pill. Mm -hmm,
2: Yes, yeah.
0: You know, because once you see it, you can't unsee it. You can't go back. You can't, you know, because the depth. It's like um, even in the movie there was a guy who took the red pill and then he ended up wanting to go back in and take the blue pill and go back into the Matrix. And, you know, he he succumbed Um, simply because, you know, like someone like Neo, he couldn't go back. It's because it's the depth and the magnitude of, you know, how much do you awaken to, and then when you do have that awakening, that remembrance, yes. it's, it's it's not just an awakening. You it's yeah. a remembrance.
2: Yes, of- and it, and it's all in your body. It's not only it's not something you know here or something you. It's not a concept. It's it's, it's your your spirit and your body and everything you know. So. I think I, I should get really sick if I try to go back, you know, if I try to, to, yeah. to step back in the matrix, try to to ignore all these things, I'm sure my body is going to protest. It's not, Absolutely. It's not possible. It's too substantial. It's really incarnated. It's really integrated. So it's in every cell. It's in every atom. Yeah. yeah.
0: So fantastic. That's a good thing. a beautiful <laughs> yeah. thing. It really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And so, um, did you say that you had another experience of light that you wanted to share with us as well?
2: Yes, it's it's sort of a complete different. Um, it's a completely different experience, but there are there are things I, I was thinking about, and I thought yes, it's it's very nice to to also tell because you can really see um, um, how it is in empire and how it is in the natural world and how how it is a uh, copy. This copy mm-hmm. and paste works. You know the the mm-hmm. of the artificial thing.
1: Yeah,
0: um, it, I call it the mimic. It's like the, the mimic. Yes,
2: yes, it's the mimic. So it's and and this experience showed me uh, the organic way of certain things of certain uh, what what is mimicked in the artificial thing in a hi- hi- hierarchical way. Mm-hmm. And hierarchy. Higher, yes, hierarchy.
0: <laughs> You're doing well. I mean, come on, English is not your native tongue, so I've done, I've done very well. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Um, yes, and it also shows how uh, uh, how um, nature is indeed it is so important, so important to be in nature, and how nature is our a big remedy in those days.
3: Oh. Isn't
2: and and how but also how natural and easy and simple and without any spectacular things happening um, on the outside because the other the other remembrance was, was in was in a way quite it was really like um, taking a long time. In in I mean in linear time, what I just shared was maybe it was really an hour or so,
3: mm. you
1: know, to go
2: through mm. a whole journey. Now this um, um, this experience was maybe half a minute, a half a minute of very deep uh, connection with nature. That it, and in that connection, in that melting together with nature, there was this communication, um, which actually is a transference of of energy, and then that is done in done in a very short time. And, you know, it's. Yeah, how can I say, and you need a lot of words to unpack it and a lot of time oh, to, to unpack it. Yeah. But but the moment that it happens, and um, so I like to, tell, to, to share this because I see with many people that if you are too much in your mind and if you are too busy and you are too much uh, distracted by your daily life, then you just miss these moments. You just don't get it because it's so short it's it it's in it's a flash and then it came in and if you if you are not um if your mind is not em- enough enough at, at rest it's not enough in the background sometimes then it you just don't notice you know you you go on with your life and and you don't remember what just happened in the flash of a second um oh so true and nature is really helping to find that that rest in your head and and in your body and to not be distracted. Although you can walk maybe for hours and think and think and think and think, but just go on walking and you know finally your mind becomes quiet and and you you become open to uh, to your surrounding and your ecosystem and to what nature is is um, communicating with you. And yeah. So I, I do that I do that a lot walking and being I live in a in a nice area also so I can just walk from my house and go in the forest and the fields and the yeah. sandy roads and uh so this um what happened? I was just um it was just an ordinary morning and I stepped out and it was a sunny morning, so I was sitting in the morning sun
1: with my cup of tea. Take a sip. Relaxing in the sun. <laughs> very
2: nice morning. And I was sitting next to my cherry tree, which is exactly outside the window over here. It's a huge cherry tree, more than hundred years
1: old. I
0: used to live in a cherry orchard. Wow. For ten, for 10 years, I lived in a cherry orchard in the Adelaide mm. Hills. And really having cherry trees around there is something energetically so beautiful about a cherry tree it's just yes. gorgeous yeah mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. i remember too i had a i know i'm digressing but just want to add these little bits in it's it's kind of nice um mm-hmm. i have uh an, an allergy to bees and oh, okay yeah and um I was, um, you know, frightened of bees for a long time in my life because of that. And
2: also uh, during your uh, your um, W two F, there sometimes there's a bee, and I can see that you're a little bit suspicious to the bees.
0: <laughs> suspicious. Oh, that's that's because <laughs> out, out here I did get attacked, I did get bitten, and sort of attacked. I even had one trying to get in my ear, but but that was when the um, uh, the bee guy was here and he was doing, you know, taking yeah. pain and all that. And yeah. he didn't tell me not to wear um, dark grey because they think you're a bear, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why they wear the white suits. So um, yeah. I, I I was standing nearby, and then the bees, you know, started coming at me. So I had to run. It was funny because one of my friends saw me running with a bee chasing me. <laughs> and it, was just, it was just like watching the Winnie the Pooh run away. She said the bee was tilted and going straight for me as I was running. (laughs) It was like, if that was caught on camera, that would have been so funny. Yeah, but you can
2: see it indeed when when you're uh, doing this, uh, this sessions and there's a bee coming around, you can really see that you're going alert, like, what's he (laughs) going to do?
0: Yeah, because I'm not far from the hive. So I don't want to get, you know, other bees coming in going at me so um I was really frightened of the bees and and in the spring when you get the cherry blossom oh so beautiful so rows and rows of all these beautiful cherry trees and the bees were just nuts like there was just bees everywhere and all of a sudden I had this peace and this calm come over me and I just walked straight up the aisle Bees mm. flying all around me, bumping into me, and I had no fear, and I was just like one with the bees and the trees, and it was just one of the most incredible experiences of my life. When mm. you are in that harmonious space where you are one with everything and no fear, wow! And I and since then I haven't had the fear that I, of bees that I've had before. So mm-hmm. I'm actually usually quite calm. I, I I am alert. I am aware, but yeah. I don't have that energy that spike of fear that comes like you like yeah. it used to come uh-huh. uh, since yeah. i had that experience in the orchard so yeah cherry trees uh-huh. and also i did a little bit of work with cherry wood cherry wood has a beautiful smell to it as well
2: and beautiful color yes yes incredible it's it's great yeah <laughs>
3: yeah
2: so i was sitting there and my cat came out and my cat lies at my feet so that moment, and I, I just closed my eyes, and as I said, it was really just a very short moment, but in that moment, what happened was my, hmm, my Jaguar Spirit Guide. I have, a Jaguar Spirit Guide is with me my whole life. Mm-hmm. And she was lying on the branch of the tree just above me and snoozing in the sun. And the moment, uh, and at that moment we merged so i merged together i i
1: i merged with the with, with the you know i just flashed at all the the words
2: um, i merged with with jaguar spirit and with the sun so we were like three in one wow, and, wow. um Now I'm going to, I need a lot of words. I'm sorry, but it's, so what, what. um, We we have
0: lots of time.
2: Great. I have the whole night. I have no other appointments
1: this night. (laughs) Great. Um, uh,
2: So I was, I was in the feeling of being her and
1: she let me feel how, how um when life wants to come to an
2: experience to an existence in a certain reality Mm. the soul the soul uh, has decides that it wants to to have an experience somewhere then it goes into this sphere um this place of intention it goes there together with all all the other Souls that are going to be involved in its life, in its life experience, and then it makes the seed of life.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So from this seed of life, then the light and the energy of the soul starts to stream through this seed of life, and starts as soon as it crosses the the great void, it starts to spiral
1: towards the destiny and i felt it spiraling because of the the forces
2: of the the, the, dual, the duality in the multiverse like the forces of the absolute light and the absolute absence of light you can say so the the dark and the light you know so it's it's start it's spiraling because it's it needs to find its balance every time it needs to find its balance between those two forces which are equally strong and equally pulling on this soul light that's traveling towards its destiny. And depending of course on where it wants to end, it will be more attracted to spiral more to one side or to another side. So, but it's spiraling. But if you look at the spiral from the top or the bottom, it looks like a circle. So, Jaguar let me feel, she said, look, when life wants to have an experience it's going to make a big, big, big circle of life.
1: And in this circle there are lots of seasons. And um, So I realized that one experience in one
2: circle of life might take a lot of lives in that reality. It's not per se a physical births until physical death. So it might take a lot of physical um, incarnations in a certain reality, a certain sphere of reality, to and th- that are all the seasons to finally yeah. end to finally make round that circle of life. And um, in every um, sphere of reality, there are different ecosystems. So what she, what she let me knew in that moment, Jaguar let me feel, she's, she let me feel, I, the Jaguar, I am the queen, mm-hmm. between quotes, you know, the queen of the jungle. That is, I am recognized, I am seen as such because I am in the position where I am close the circle of life the entity of the experience of being the jungle but she also said there are many positions in organic life there are many positions which are um um, which are recognized as the king or queen position yeah um, so she said i am i'm the queen of the jungle but um for example she says the the lion and um, the elephant and the whale Mm. but they are also having this position. And, she, yeah. and And she let me feel that all the species in the jungle, all the different individual life forms in the jungle are recognizing her as being the queen because they recognize, they know that she is the life form. She's occupying the position that can integrate all of the individual life forms as one, as <laughs> one life form. So she... She is the one, she's in a position that that experiences the whole jungle as one living entity. Not as all individual different source of life. While other life forms may not have the capacity to encompass all of that life in their awareness, in their consciousness and in their body she has the capacity to do and she said when when um, an individual in such a position closes the circle and bring home the experience bring it home to the soul she said then look again not from the top and don't see it's a circle it's all all these seasons but see it's a spiral so the the spiral of the soul that was traveling towards its destination Turns inwards and starts spiraling back, starts bringing it all back home. And this is even so this is you know what you what you say when we close our individual journey through the universe or we close our individual journey through a life, these are all different seasons. And every time we have this vortex, we have this bringing home, you know, and, but at the end of a real big circle of life, when it when it becomes the spiral again spiraling inwards, then those positions, and she, oh yeah, that's also important to 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 share that feeling. She said, uh, in this position, um, I know, and I uh, acknowledge that I am seen as the queen of the jungle, but she said to me, that makes me the most humble, expression of life because this is really touching me because I feel the grandness of the whole of the of the whole jungle as one I feel the grandness of this being all this life together being one living entity so that makes me very very humble and it's a great honor to me to to be the one who's bringing it all home. and she let me feel that if um, if a being, whether it's um, whether it's the the jaguar mm. or whether it's the wheel or whether it's a certain tree or a herb, or it's us, she said when when one individual brings it home, you not only bring home your own experience from your whole journey through the universe, but you're bringing home. The wholeness, the oneness of your whole ecosystem in which you have lived—that of life. So imagine yours. Apply that mm. to us as human beings. What is our ecosystem? So we bring home not only our own journey, but we bring home the whole ecosystem. So in in our case, we bring home all of the life as one from.
0: All of the universe. Venka, the,
1: I, my body, I so. am
0: going nuts over here listening to you say that. What I am going through as you are, and I'm sure whoever's watching and listening to this, come on, what are you feeling right now as Fenka's talking about this? That that is the most beautiful explanation I have ever heard when it comes to this topic. When it comes to explaining the journey. Mm-hmm. In the way that you've just explained, I'm I'm blown away. Like wow, um, really, that was so beautiful. i and yeah, I don't know what to say.
1: <laughs> thanks to Jaguar, I say thanks to the sun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm lost for
0: words. <laughs> Oh, you just did a number on me. Woo. Wow. And it, it it matches beautifully with um, you know, what what I've been sharing through the years and uh from my experiences yes. as well. Um and you're having your own version, of course. And there's differences, of course, to mine because we're uniquely different beings. Uh what's what's beautiful is um how much. Integrated harmony there is um, with your experiences and my experiences. It's just absolutely fantastic, and with my friends too, and and loved ones, um, it it matches up with their experiences too, so beautifully.
3: Mm.
0: Wow! Um, I I know when they listen to this, they are just gonna just sing with so much joy in their hearts. And really, how many people are watching and listening to this now, and are just going, wow, like seriously. Yeah. Mm. Mm. This is this is huge. What you just shared is so huge. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Oh. <sighs> <laughs> trying to gather myself again here. Um <laughs> is there anything else that you want to share at this stage?
1: Yeah, well.
0: <laughs>
2: Other things I can share. Um, I have a question. First, I have a question. Um, when when I when I uh, shared um, the experience the first time about being this entity, this God entity, uh, at the moment I shared about um, this fear of um, rehabilitation, all those beings together. You asked me how many were there,
1: and I'm still wondering what you know. Why did you ask
0: that? Um, I was just curious, because yeah. there's different groupings of gods. There's different groups. And so by the number of them, then it was, it will be an indication to me as to which group is being referred to.
2: Uh, but this was the, um, the 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 sphere where I found myself back, where where I came home in my own infinite business. So, but and now you say there are different groups of gods. Can you can you explain?
0: I might have understood at the time what you were actually explaining because I wanted to try and get a feel for how many gods were in that. When when you were remembering being a god. How many other gods do you remember being with you and in, in were you collaborating in a group?
1: Ah,
2: okay. Okay. So it was not about that that sphere of homecoming. It was about this, the the other side. Let's say the, okay.
0: Yeah. And yeah. also in that sphere of homecoming, was was there a specific number of gods or beings?
2: That were not the gods anymore that was really, that was really my my infinite being. That was my soul and, and my, my infinite isness beyond. And all those beings were dead. Were that. that was not, to my feeling, that was not part of the God entity anymore. That was the, 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 that was that part of me that had been in the position of God came home in my wholeness and integrated as yeah. my wholeness again, and and um, there you asked the question, how many of those beings? because I shared that this sphere uh, was not so much a place but it existed uh, from those beings. and but maybe you don't remember then.
0: Maybe. I don't quite remember the detail, but i'm'm I'm, I'm feeling into why would I have asked you that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, I would have asked you that because uh, there's different groups of beings. And I was, I was trying to evaluate whether that 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 space was just different aspects of your being, or was it you and other beings?
1: Yeah, for my feeling, it was me and other beings. But that's my feeling.
0: It was. So I was aspect.
1: there. Sorry.
0: So <laughs> it was you and other beings.
2: Yes, in that sphere of homecoming, I had the feeling that I was there. My wholeness. My my soul, a few um, but it feels almost more in my soul because I also really felt the isness beyond being there being part of that mm. um, to my feeling, there were more beings like
1: me in that sphere, maybe all waiting their uh, aspects to come home, yeah to reintegrate
0: so it was many,
1: yeah, well
2: <laughs> I remember that the, that the number that came in my my mind at that moment was 20 but that was far too to too small to my uh, compared to the grandness of their energy so I I remember it because I had this like uh, uh uh what's going on because I I 20 is the number that comes in my mind but the quantity and the quality of energy um don't match with twenty somehow, you know. Twenty seems so very small, so very little, with the the amount of of energy and
1: and um, uh, awareness and everything that was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah? How interesting. And so with um, this wisdom that you've you're gaining from your experiences now and they've been they've been coming now in the recent but how how long ago have you been starting to have these experiences?
1: Uh, can you repeat it?
0: How long have you yeah. how been long ago on? did you did you have these experiences?
1: This kind of experiences,
2: all all kinds of experiences since I can remember.
0: Yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah that's really lovely. So um with your uh, experiences and the knowledge and the wisdom you know what you're remembering about life what can you say to people what do you say to because I know you hold meditation groups and you really support a lot of people as well with nutrition and all these you know really wonderful ways that you're helping to support humanity um what you know because here you have an opportunity to speak to many people okay so Mm -hmm. um what do you as not only Femka, but this vast multidimensional being that you are? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you also want to share with humanity? And uh what message do you bring? What wisdom mm-hmm. do you want to mm. um, share?
1: Yeah, the first thing that comes into me,
2: it sounds very simple, maybe too simple. That's why I hesitate a little bit to to speak, to say it. But the first thing that comes to my mind is just stop with all the nonsense. Just let go of all the nonsense, of all the things that do not have any real value. Just stop with it. Just open your eyes and stop with all the drama. (laughs) <laughs> That's a very simple. Ah, oh, maybe it's very simple said, but it's not very simple done, because it really takes courage to stop this drama and to really, to really be honest with yourself and to really go deeper and deeper and deeper again, and to never stop, um, to never end your. Um, to never let stop the courage to dive deeper and let go again, let go of what you think is is the, the truth, because it might be much deeper than you think at this very moment. So be open, always be open, and be honest with yourself, and have the courage to to be silent and to feel into yourself and to to become sensitive to
1: all this very. Uh, whispering voice of your soul, actually. Yeah. And it, it needs courage. It needs courage to let go of your addictions to drama.
2: Because life becomes very simple, very easy, and very
1: boring. Your mind may think it becomes boring, but actually it becomes so much more substantial. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, have the courage take make the
2: decision. just make the decision to it, it starts with making a decision.
1: and that decision may take courage. but just do it mm. i was I was quite nervous to have this talk,
2: and I, you asked me, just send me an email when you're ready for this talk. And I can, you know you can. You cannot do it and not do it and not do it and not do it because you're nervous, <laughs> but then you never overcome the nervousness. So if you not stop the drama, you will never overcome it. You must just make the decision, start with the decision to stop it and be strong with yourself. Sometimes you really need to discipline and, and, and you need to, to be strong with yourself
1: to say, no, stop it, just stop it. Master your mind and and that's 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 um
2: sort of mind yoga, you can say. In the beginning, you really need to to have this discipline to 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 face yourself and to to be aware of the moments and you go into the drama again and you go into all these conceptual ideas of how life is, whilst at the same moment it might be completely different. So let go of all the concepts and let go of all the drama and and see life for what it is. I've been Have experiencing that lately <laughs> too. So. Have the courage to feel also, you know. Have the courage to feel. How many people are afraid to feel? You know, one of the one of the repeating things I say in 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 my groups is, um, if you really come down in your in your belly also, you know, down deep down in your body and. Realize
1: that I am here, and then realize that I'm an infinite... Oh, now the words disappear because I... Just a moment. It is to translate, this is coming from in my own language, so that was a moment of
2: disruption in my in my mind. You know, but to really feel that you are here, that you are in your body, and that you're an infinite being, and that you that your your capacity to feel is infinite as well. So your organic
1: feeling is has the capacity to envelop everything. There is nothing to be afraid of. To feel. As does your mind. As does your heart. There's there's
2: nothing beyond you everything is inside of you so you have the capacity you can envelope everything and yeah i think this comes from the integration of all your light sides and your dark sides you know i have no fear anymore to feel whatever there is even though my mind can be
1: nervous or scared or you know or the programs in my body start to work and make me shake But there you need
0: to be strong with yourself and say, come on, stop the drama. And how much drama is playing out in our lives at the moment, my goodness gracious me. Like, mm-hmm. incredible. Um, What I'm finding at the moment too, Finco, is that uh, there's all this energy coming up to the surface um mm-hmm. to be looked at. Um, aspects of our persona, our characteristics, our distorted, you know, ego constructs um, there's just so much going on in that and you know I've been yeah. really diving deep into some pretty big closures myself uh, for people not aware um, closure is a, a process that I teach um, and some of the you know I've been working on self-sabotage lately and it's been really helpful Um, you know when when we finish the call I'll um, I'll share with you some of the script that I've been um, so because mm-hmm. you can then utilize it yourself um, I'm not going to share it now, obviously, because it's, you know, you've done my courses and it's part of that uh, training. Um, so it's uh, something that um, is very, very important for all of us right now is to really um, get into that place of self-awareness and, you know, really know ourselves and, um, and put trust in our friends and our loved ones, that the feedback we're getting from them—it's like if someone has something to say about the way we are, or the way we're structured, or the way we're behaving—we really need to listen and not get super defensive <laughs> about something, but actually sit and listen to what's being shared, and then we can actually um, take it into consideration and approach. And and this is what is happening in my personal life. Being a personal intimate relationship or with my wider circle of friends. um, It's amazing how honest we are with with each other and uh, how much it's helping us to move through what we need to move through. Um, And it's getting to a point where um, we're, we're actually really relaxed about speaking to our friends about things we normally wouldn't speak to anyone about.
3: So this Mm -hmm.
0: opening up happening, if you know what I mean. Uh, We don't feel so frightened anymore or insecure or, you know, Mm. it it feels good to be that raw and that open and that honest and that vulnerable.
1: Yes, yes. And Mm.
2: then you experience that that it isn't um, something to be afraid of either.
3: Mm.
2: It gives so much space. It gives so much relief. It gives so much... In, in intimacy also you know you, you come so close to each other and it is so enveloped in love and respect and and it, it becomes a real joy.
0: It really does. <laughs> and, and and I feel so loved and supported in my journey through working through some of the most difficult issues that I need to face about myself. Um, and to have that 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 support uh, structure um uh, is yeah. It's so important. Um, And I really value all of my friends and and, and, um, and my love my partner and the way we're working through things together and, you know, being that that willingness to be so vulnerable and so raw and so honest, and uh, it is making a huge difference in my life and in her life and in everyone else's life around us. It's rippling Mm. out and impacting everyone. Um, Mm. And the way my friends uh, they're impacting us. They're impacting me. It's it's like this, you know, where 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 com- it's called like a compounding effect. Um, it's it's like a rippling effect, and it's growing. And uh, I feel that this is part of the new way forward because these old energies can't come with us into this mm-hmm. new version. Like there's a, there's there's like this new version in there that's coming out. Right from inside, there's this new version of us that's coming out, and this new version of us will not tolerate those types of no. old patterns and old structures and old ways of thinking and old ways of being because they belong mm-hmm. to a frequency of the old world, the old paradigm, and, mm-hmm. and we need to understand that. It's like so many people want the new to be; they want to live the new, but yeah, no one wants to yourself. Yeah, it starts, it with, starts yourself. with yourself.
2: Yeah, and absolutely, and that's also for people. Uh, people might, if, if they hear you telling about this beautiful environment and this beautiful circle of friends you have, people might feel, but I don't have that. I don't have anyone in my surrounding that I can do that with. And and but then really, it starts with yourself. Just open up yourself, start it by yourself, and then you will find out that there are people with whom you can exchange like this. And it will grow. And there will be people with whom you cannot have this kind of exchange. And they will disappear out of your life. But you don't wait until it comes to you if you don't make a step yourself. If you don't start opening up. If you don't start be honest with yourself and with your friends. Yeah you know yeah. you, you need yeah. to if you, if you to remain
0: things, closed yeah. then then you can't you can't expect for these new energies excuse me to exactly. come in because you're not by the lore law of attraction you're not attracting that if you don't yeah. want to go through the changes you don't want to face yourself and you remain closed and you're not willing to be open and vulnerable then you've got this closed thing going on and that's yes. what you're broadcasting is that closed thing which you're going to attract now lots of people with their closed thing going on that's what you attract what you put out is what you get back and um and that's the way life is i mean it's you know one of the basic tenets of life the law of attraction so it's called magnetism and it's called gravity you know so what people are gravitating towards your sphere of reality and i've got my friend joseph who talks about being the, the, the central star in a solar system and all the planets revolving around. So you're the sun and then all these planets revolving around in your solar system are your, you know, your loved ones and your friends and your, you know, your family and whatever. And it's like, how are you managing your solar system? Because they've come into your solar system. Um, and, and if we understand that each one of us is a star and we each have our own solar systems, you know, what kind of ecosystem, what kind of environment do you want that to be? Yeah.
3: It stops. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I think we're back now yeah. It's yeah, so um that's that's a beautiful analogy to go by. Well, Fedka, mm. um if people want to find more about you, you know, do you have a website or anything like that? Yes,
2: I do have a website. Uh, I really must update it but there is one and it's just my name it's famke van hof.nl for people in the netherlands and belgium i'm uh, nearby
0: (laughs) excellent you know what i'll do i will um place the link i'll place the the url on the screen so people can see it at this time um that's probably the easiest thing to do, and uh, if you can send me a link to your website, I would really appreciate it as well, and I can get that in there. And and what do you offer people in the way of your work?
2: Um, well, especially what I call training groups, and we are um, yeah, hmm. maybe you should ask France Renske or <laughs> <laughs> well, you know awesome. and Nicolette. <laughs>
0: Beautiful, beautiful beings, and you know, if if they're anything to go by, after them going through your work, then I'm very, very impressed because they are very impressive people. Beautiful beings. Mm.
2: Yes, they are absolute.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes, and all the people in the group are. We have really a very beautiful group. You, yeah. It, it's like me. I'm growing, so it's becoming so much more substantial, especially. Uh, last year and so is the group and we are really um going through our own process and uh, um, but it's coming closer to each other so so our our creative um abilities we we really grow together and we really become a very very solid powerful in in the right way powerful you know for a group of people,
0: and it, yeah, really, very beautiful things happen there. Can feel it. Can really feel it. Oh, there's so much joy and beauty um, going on in in um, your world, in your field, in your life, and in your mm-hmm. um, in your work. So, um, Femka, I'm going to say, um, is there any parting messages that you want to share? Because it feels like the energy is winding up for this episode. So <laughs> again.
1: anything else
0: that you want to share on closing
1: on the way out Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're like really you want me to share that really (laughs) I want to hear this (laughs) are you sure hear me say how deep is my love for humanity
3: How deep it is, hmm. and it was infinite. That's
0: beautiful. That is a beautiful thing to say. Yeah, thank you. Um, Remka, thank you for coming on to Super Radio. It's been an absolute pleasure, um, and an honor to have you on. Um, your wisdom is incredible (laughs) your experiences are incredible um yeah magnificent and you um really uh the world is a better place that you're on the planet and i really appreciate you sharing your time and your wisdom with us here on superwoo radio and i look forward to down the track having another one if you'd like to come back on and uh share some more goodies with us and uh help make the world a better place
1: Mm. Thank you very much, George. Thank you very much. And it's all vice versa, what you're saying.
0: Thank you, Femke. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next time on Super Woo Radio. <laughs> <laughs>